and welcome to the Kings of Anglia Ipswich Town podcast on kit release day. One of the most exciting days in the off-season. It certainly gets me going. Um, Ipswich Town's new kits are out. You'll have seen them by now. Um, they've long been awaited. We've known they're going to be made by, by Umbro. Uh, that's been an open secret for a little while, but that was confirmed this week. We knew Ed Sheeran's sponsorship logo was going to be on there once again but what we didn't know is what these kits were going to look like but they've been released now and we're here to talk about them first thing to say is if new football kits and Ipswich Town's new kits in particular aren't aren't revving your engine aren't getting you excited this probably isn't the podcast for you because it's just about all we're going to talk about but if it is We've got some good stuff lined up. Uh, me and Mark Heath are going to have a chat about what we think about the kits a little bit later on. Our thoughts on both the home shirt, which is obviously blue. They've gone blue again this year. And the away shirt, which is red and black. We'll talk about those later. But before then, we've got a few other little things lined up. Just telling the story of these kits and, and getting a few other opinions on them as well. First up is going to be Mark talking to Paul Macro, who's the head of retail at Ipswich Town and he plays a really important role in designing these kits and getting them out working well in advance. He's going to talk to Mark about the process in designing them, making them available for sale and the thoughts behind the designs. Then there's Mark Ashton, uh, Ipswich Town CEO, who we're going to talk to about a little message that's inside inside the shirts that is important to the club and is kind of at the core of everything that the club is doing. We'll get some thoughts of some of the players as well about what they think about these kits before me and Mark come back at the end to have a a solid discussion about two items of clothing um, that are going to get quite a lot of people excited hopefully over the next few months. So let's get cracking and first it's Mark Heath uh, talking to Paul Macro and first up was a question about why Ipswich have moved away from Adidas and are now going to be working with Umbro for the next four years. I kind of think it was a a natural decision given the history that we've had um, and we want to do something a bit different to what we've done in the past as well. Um, something that gives us a bespoke, unique shirt. Uh, so we really looked at what is bespoke and unique about Ipswich and if you speak to any fans uh, they'll tell you Portman Road, our stadium, mm-hmm. and you often hear that from away fans when they come to the ground that it's a really nice mm. proper football stadium. So we looked at our old stand, a cop old stand, uh, and we took pieces of the structure out of that stand, um, made a pattern within the shirt a really nice graphic that runs through the whole shirt and it just gives us a really bespoke unique shirt that no one else has mm. uh, and there's other little touches as well isn't there there's the um, you've moved the, the three stars for example yeah we have yep we really wanted this, the front of the shirt to be fresh but new start uh, new challenges um, but we still want to retain that nod to those past achievements because they're mm. massive achievements for the club um, so we've moved them onto the back of the shirt uh, just below the collar uh, there's also a reason we've done that as well which is when the players walk into a changing room on a match day their name is below those three stars mm. so it, it gives them that like incentive that knowledge of what can be achieved at this club mm. so yeah we've gone down that route as well and there's also within the, these shirts a nod to classic umbro shirts from the past isn't there can you talk a bit about that there is um, i think if people think of the iconic umbro shirts they think of the early 90s shirts uh the, the 92 shirt the, the, and also the first shirt we wore in the prem with the, with the tassels mm. which we haven't quite gone down no. that route but they both have a flash of red in the collar so mm. we've added that into the shirt it gives it that iconic retro feel but then you have the graphic running through it gives it a really modern mm. modern look as well mm. and it's all about the away shirt because the away shirt is a beauty i mean i love the home shirt but the away shirt is something special indeed um, and again it's a kind of nod to history there it is yeah yeah again to those classic ombro shirts that we had in the 90s we had one uh, which was uh, a red shirt with black pinstripes running through it and then one of our third shirts had the thicker black and red mm. stripes uh, so if you look at the uh, away shirt you'll see those thicker 
stripes and then just behind the crest there's a nod to those pinstripes running through it as well. Mm, mm. So again, it's, it's kind of a nod to a classic, yeah. but a modern feel, feel to the shirt. Mm. And what's the process like for you? Can you give us an insight? Because I said you're the man behind the shirts. How long does it take? How much planning does it take? How the ideas come up? That kind of thing. Uh, if I told you we've uh, started planning the shirt for the following season wow. last week, wow. that's, that's how far ahead we work. So, this, so these shirts were planned well in advance. Mm. Um, and because we were doing a lot of bespoke stuff with the shirts as well, there was a lot of work went into it. We started uh, middle of middle of last year on these shirts. Mm. Uh, in terms of the day for you, a big day for you, is it, is it a nervous day, kit release day, when you see the fans kind of reacting to it the first time? Is it an exciting day? How do you feel about it? It's, 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 I guess it's a nervous day because uh, <laughs> you know, most people are at the club are fans as well. Yeah. Um, and those, those early 90 shirts were the shirts that I remember when I first started coming to games. Um, so it's, it's, yeah, it's been a project when, you, when, when you're working on that project for so long you want people to receive it well so you're always looking at social going mm. alright let's have a look see what the comments are yeah. so it, it, will be, it will be a nerve wracking day but I think everyone who's seen the shirt so far just fell in love with both of them so. yeah I'm sure they're going to be very very popular final question Paul um, can I have a free shirt? Uh, we'll see we'll see, we'll see. <laughs> so that's not a no you can only applaud him for trying can't you good effort Sadly, no cigar, Mr. Heath. Um, one thing Paul and Mark didn't touch on there was an element of this shirt that, that's important to the football club. It's located inside the uh, the back of the neck of both the home and the away shirts. And it's the phrase, running towards adversity. It's something we've become used to with Ipswich Town over the last year. It's an important part of kind of the culture within the club. Um, and the best person to explain that is Ipswich Town CEO Mark Ashton, who discusses why it was important to have that inside these new shirts uh, heading into the new season. Yes, it's the words running towards adversity. Um, and very subtly, you will have seen those words used in a, a number of the media uh, activities um, and reports that I did over the last 12 months. Uh, and it's something that's very important to us. Um, when I've spoken to the ownership group, and in particular to Mark Steed from PSPRS, we've talked about who we represent. Um, you know, this is US um, pension fund money, um, policemen, firemen um, from Arizona, mm-hmm. uh, from Phoenix, Arizona. And we need to understand who we represent and what those values and those behaviours bring to the football club. And the words running towards adversity is something that Mark and I talked about right back at the start of the ownership Mm. of the football club. And if you like, it's not just a tip of the cap to our owners and to the pension fund. It's a real statement because this is not just words. What comes out of that are the vision, mission and values and behaviours that the players, staff, and I mean all staff within the football club will adhere to. When we sign a player, doesn't matter who they are, they understand what running towards adversity means and who we represent. So it's a very important thing for us to do. And, you know, we've got such good owners and there's very little that, if you like, PSPRS and ORG ask us to do other than win matches and be successful. But they are very passionate about our community work. They are very passionate and rightly so about the people who we represent. And that's why we have the words running towards adversity. More than words, they're real values that we will adhere to at the football club. When you're in and around sport, you see a lot of branding in and around changing rooms and training grounds, which is very, if you like, 
Michael Jordan-esque, mm-hmm. big statements, big words, very powerful. But actually, what do they mean to the organisation? What do they mean to the people in that business? The words running towards adversity have a real meaning to us. They're not just a slogan that we've slapped on the shirt. These are words that really translate to the people who we represent, the people whose money comes into this football club to allow us to rebuild this amazing football club. And if you like, it's an important acknowledgement to them, but it's an important piece for our players and staff to remember who they represent and what our behaviours and, importantly, what our values stand for. So that's the shirts themselves uh, and the story behind them. Um, and I think Ipswich are going to sell thousands of these. Of course they are. Last season's shirt was a record breaker, highest selling in 15 years, selling double the year before. I think this one's going to sell really, really well as well. Uh, so what the fans think of them is going to be crucial, but also important is what it's what the players think of them. They're the ones that are going to be wearing them and they were the ones that were chosen to model them. Um, Luke Wolfenden and Wes Burns got the nod for the photo shoot um, above their teammates. Not sure why that was. Me and Mark were overlooked uh, for this year, but um, but Wes and Luke were the two given the nod. And, and I was able to have a chat with both of them about what they think about the new shirts and how they felt when they were wearing them and how they how they feel about football shirts in general when they're going to wear them for games. Um, the second part of this, you might need to use your imagination a little bit. I. Uh, I've, there's a video version of this on our YouTube channel, which you can watch along with a few other things as well, including our initial reaction when we uh, saw these shirts for the first time, that kind of thing. But in the chat with, with Luke and Wes, I brought along a couple of my old shirts from the previous Umbro era, the one with the laces and the big old collar, and then the one from the previous season from, from the year where Ipswich won the league title in 92. So the second half of this, I've shown them those two shirts to get their thoughts because those two football shirts that I pulled out of my bag were older than them they weren't even born when Ipswich were wearing those so it was interesting to get their thoughts um, on the new shirts and um, and shirts from the past. Hey here with Wes Burns and Luke Wolfenden in Ipswich Town's new kits. Wes you got your home shirt on Luke you're in the away. Um, start with you Wes what do you reckon? That's really nice. I like all the uh, the detail they've got in the shirt and that, and obviously the embroidery is lovely. I really like it. Yeah, a bit of red in there as well. Yeah, I know. It's really nice. And some really Ed, nice. Ed Sheeran again as well. Do you? Uh, nice to have him him involved again. Yeah, of course. Obviously, it's, it's a very unique sponsor, so you know no one else has got it, so it's very nice. A unique shirt as well. I don't think you yeah. can see anyone else wearing no, anything exactly. like this. Exactly. I think that's what's really really nice about mm. it. Is obviously there's obviously lots of generic kits, but obviously this is completely one of its own, so it's yeah. it's great. Nice and. Luke, what about that home kit? We'll get on to your, your nice AC Milan style away yeah. kit in a minute. But what do you think of the home kit? No, I love it. I think it's really nice. Um, got a bit of detail in the back as well, three stars on the back. It's yeah. proper. Yeah. And it's got running running towards adversity yeah, inside, yeah. doesn't it? Which is something that you, you <laughs> guys are the buzzing with that, aren't you? Yeah, that's Mark, that's Mark Ashton's yeah. big, big slogan for this club. But what do you think of your, your away kit? You've had some interesting coloured away kits in recent years, but you've gone, gone red and black. AC Milan, a bit of a nod to Ipswich's history as well. What do you think? Yeah, yeah I like it, I think. Like you said, AC. Um, it's quite simplistic, which I like as well. Do you guys care about football kits? Does this does this excite you? Like, no, I think it does. When you know when you put it on, it feels well. It's like it feels yeah. Does it? Yeah. Do, you, do you guys kind of talk? Have you have you shown the rest of the lads these? No, we have been under strict rules not to show anyone yet. Obviously, until all the stuff's been come out proper. But no, nah, when we put it on, when we seen it first time over there, it was like yeah, it's a proper kit. Yeah, proper kit. Yeah. Nice. Well, I've got a couple of kits here from Ipswich's past. Obviously, Ipswich with Umbro now, as you can see on both of these. But I've dragged out of my own. Uh, my own collection. I'll give you one each. 
These are the first couple of home shirts from Ipswich's uh, Umbro, Umbro years. That one won the Division 2 title, which took Ipswich into the Premier League for the first time. And Wes, that's, that's what Ipswich wore when they were in the Premier League, um, the it's very proper, first Premier League. What, no, do you, what do you make of it? No, you can see they've definitely gone, kind of tried to imitate the old kits, even obviously with this little bit of red on the collar here and that, but that's a proper old school kit, that, isn't it? Thoughts on these? Don't know if I could play with them, but no, it looks nice. <laughs> and, the, and the old school badge as well? Yeah, I mean, those, like you said, this is older than, than me, so obviously I definitely have never seen this badge before. <laughs> You've got Ed Sheeran on your current shirt there. This was a fertiliser company, so slightly, uh, All right. slightly, that's, di that's slightly different, different vibe. <laughs> so that's, uh, that's where Ipswich were at in the 90s, but I no, like this one, no, classic. What about your one, Luke? No, to be fair, out of the two, I think I prefer that one, just because of the big collar. But this one's all right to me. So it feels like a bit of a pyjama top. Yeah, <laughs> like suddenly you're just chilling at home. Well, maybe you can get one and do that chill I with the dogs. I'd, I'd rather wear that one with a big collar. <laughs> well, this one, this one was the last time that Ipswich, uh, Ipswich won a league back in the early 90s. So the hope's got to be, lads, that these two shirts this that you're wearing now yeah. this is the next one. need some yeah. iconic pictures with you two yeah. wearing these shirts, celebrating league. Yeah. That's the aim. Hopefully it works out. Hopefully. It's not just the men's team, of course, that these shirts are for. They're also for Ipswich Town women who are, are on an upward curve at the moment and they're also heading into the new season dreaming of promotion. Ross Hall spoke to their skipper and co-host of the Tractor Girls Talk podcast, uh, Blue Wilson, about her thoughts on the new kits. I'm a big fan, really big fan. It's light, feels good, looks really good. The sponsor looks good as well. Um, so yeah, I'm really happy with it. I know a lot of the girls are too. And uh, we've got a new supplier, Ombro. Um, Ed Sheeran is sponsoring it once again with his tour. Um, it's gone back to a retro feel. Um, just, oh, just, of course, it's blue. It is blue, so I'm happy. Um, but yeah, the details are really nice. The red, the little white on the sleeves, um, all just nice touches. And yeah, I'll happily wear that next season. And before we get into this lovely away shirt, um, do you actually care about kits? When, you, when a new one comes out, you're like, yeah, that's fine, but... Yeah, we do care. Yeah. We do care. Um, I think the first few weeks you're kind of getting into it and seeing whether you like it or not. But it does make a difference, I think. Um, I think a few seasons ago, yeah, people have different opinions, but I'm happy with this one. I'll happily play in it. Feels good. Um, and yeah, should be should should help us have a good season. Yes, hopefully. And uh, let's talk about this beautiful shirt. Yes. Um, AC Milan style. Um, <laughs> another team as well. Um, <laughs> What, what, what do you reckon of it? You're looking forward yeah, to playing this? Yeah, it's different. Back to red and black, which is nice to see. Um, again, nice details with the stripes all changing. Uh, but yeah, big fan of this one. Big fan. Probably my favourite. Uh, last year's was pretty good too, but I didn't get to wear that one. It's just my favourite one that I'm going to wear. Yeah. Okay. Hello, friends. It's a very exciting day. You've just heard all about Itchwich Town's new kit, the story behind it, the people involved, and what players make of it. Now, of course, you're going to want to know what I, and most of all, you're going to know what Andy Hutch Warren makes of the Ipswich Town kits, because it is his birthday, Christmas, uh, and any other celebration, all wrapped up in one special day, Andy. Um, so let's talk about that now. Uh, going back, I would say, if you want to see our first reactions to the kit, our genuine first reactions, that's out there on a couple of separate videos we did about a month ago at the club, where we managed to avoid seeing the kit. We had a brief chat with Paul Macro, who you heard earlier on this podcast, who told us a bit about the story behind it. And then we avoided seeing it and Andy opened them both live, as it were, on the video. So if you want to see our genuine first reactions, go back and watch those. But now, sitting here a month later, Andy, um, both kits have had time to ruminate in that, that mind of yours, that that encyclopedic kit mind of yours. 
Um, how do you feel about them now? I've managed to position myself quite nicely as as the kit man here, haven't I? Mm. I uh, which is fine. Which is fine by me because you are you are right. I love I love football kits. I love the game of football, but I, I do think I actually like kits and squad numbers and stuff like that a little bit more. It wouldn't be quite the same without them for me. So getting to having the uh, the privilege of seeing these kits kind of a, a month before they came out was was really exciting for me yeah, it was it was um yeah. and i think you, i think you were excited too like i know you're you're not you're you're not you're maybe not the obsessive and a bit of a weirdo like i am with football kits but i i could sense i could sense that you were quite excited by the kind of the buzz of have opening those little bags that we had to see them for the first time it was quite fun wasn't it Absolutely it was. Yeah. I mean, this is probably the only thing that you get more excited about than I do in anything in life. Um, but on that day and still now, I'm excited about them. Also, I had taken about 15 ibuprofen because I'd knackered my knee the night before. So I was slightly <laughs> high. I was slightly high on ibuprofen as well. But yeah, it was exciting. Genuinely. I mean, it's a privileged position, isn't it? To be able to see these kits so far in advance and be part of that, to genuinely have an opportunity to see them as live. Um on air, as it were, was was great. Um, shall we shall we start actually by talking about the change of manufacturer because um, this is a big deal, isn't it? Uh, when, when you think Umbro, you think iconic town kits. So, uh, what, what do you make of that to begin with? Then we can maybe talk about the, the home and away shirts and what we make of them. Yeah, I think I think it is exciting for Ipswich. Um, I think Adidas did well by Ipswich, and Ipswich did well by Adidas for for eight hmm. years. There was nothing. I think it was a very solid group of football kits over that time. But what they didn't have in in, in there was a huge amount of the, a few things aside. Obviously, they changed the badge for one of them and 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 did the kind of the the eighty one UEFA Cup retro shirt in there, which was brilliant. But but what they didn't have was a massive kind of input into the design of the kits, and and that's the yeah. thing that I think excites me and clearly excites everyone at the club about about the relationship with Umbro now is that Umbro offer their kind of top level clients and Ipswich are, are one of those they're they're kind of if you if you look at the kind of clubs that they work with yes Ipswich are in league one and there's plenty of championship teams that Umbro work with but and 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 things like that but if you look at their kind of client base it's West Ham and Ipswich is kind of the biggest fan I would say the biggest biggest clubs and fan bases that they work with in this country mm. and those clubs are going to get a real input into the shirts and and that's that's what we can see with these two here so for four years i think it's quite an exciting partnership that's going to open a few more a few more doors for ipswich and um yeah i'm, I'm, I'm quite I, I like what they've done in year one and i'm excited to see what what else it can bring yeah i mean in terms of that bespoke nature um we had a little chat didn't we, like I say, with paul beforehand he told us a, a brief kind of summary of the story behind the kits and when he was explaining with the home shirt there's a pattern on it that's kind of the cobalt stand and i was in my head i was thinking mm, okay um but then when we when we opened the shirt the home shirt i was i was genuinely quite staggered by how much i like i liked it because it i think it works on two levels you've got when you hold it kind of far away or you watch, you see someone across the street wearing it, you think, oh, that's, that's an interesting pattern on that shirt. Um, and then as it gets closer, you realise exactly what it is. It's like one of those old magic eyes, you remember, back in the day yeah. where you had to sort of stand and like look at it. Um, and it, eventually it came into focus. Um, so for me, that 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 kind of element, that bespoke element, that fact that no other football shirt on the planet will have the cobalt stand on the front of it and and Ed Sheeran's logo, let's be honest. Um, But that, that bespoke nature of it really excites me, Hutchie. Um, Yeah. 
Yeah, what, I like what about it. you? I like it. No, I do. Yeah. I do like it. When when we were told about, yeah, it's going to have an image of the stadium on it. Yeah, it conjured yeah. up images of me. Of I think Man- Manchester United had a kit in the mid nineties. It was there when they started kind of rebranding Old Trafford as the Theatre of Dreams. They had mm. one that had it was a proper kind of what what you'd say is kind of a standard kind of general picture of the stadium sunk into the shirt so you could see the pitch in all four stands and and I was thinking oh, there's there's going back to the 90s and then there's this this yeah. no, I'm not not sure not sure about that but that that's not what they've done I what I would say about the home shirt is that and I probably all football shirts actually is they look so much better when you see them in real life rather yeah. than pictures and thousands of Ipswich fans will see these in in mm. real life soon enough I'm sure orders will be flying in for them but if you start with the cobbled stuff if you start in the bottom if you're wearing the shirt the mm. bottom right kind of of it you can mm. really see the cobbled stand and then you can kind of work your way around it and you can see kind of patterns and lines and angles um, throughout it. And and you're right, nobody else is going to have that. Nobody else is even going to know what it is apart from mm. it. If you, if, if you go to an away game, if it, when Ipswich go to Sheffield Wednesday, Sheffield Wednesday fans aren't going to have a clue that that's a, a pattern of, of Portman no. Road in it. But Ipswich fans know. Mm. Uh, we'll all know. And... Um, it's that kind of sense of identity, isn't it, that that comes with with these things? It's um, I really like, it. and I actually I really like the shade of blue that it is mm. as well, a bit yeah. deeper, a bit, I don't know, a bit a bit towards the Chelsea end of blues, but I quite like it. I like it. It's a nice shade, and it's, yeah. uh, it work it works really nicely. Yeah. That's what I mean about things working on two levels with the thing, because as you say, Sheffield, other other football fans won't know. That's the cobalt stand, but they'll go. Oh, that's a that's an eye catching yeah. design on the front of the shirt. Whatever it is, it looks good. It's just an eye catching thing. Um, and it also, also obviously you've got the nod there to to the, the past and the um, the ninety two promotion shirt, uh, which had a not a similar, but again it had a kind of graphic on the front of it. So I like that. I like the the red in the collar, which obviously is another nod to history. Um, you want to talk a bit about that, Hutchie? Because I know you have some thoughts about those shirts. Yeah, it's it's kind of. <laughs> A red, obviously, everyone everyone's seen these shirts by mm. now. But it's a the red kind of bar across the collar. It's a real similar collar to the the kind of the shirt that Ipswich won the the second division in in ninety two mm. to get into the Premier League, which is obviously 30, 30 years ago in this twenty twenty two. It's uh they they were wearing that earlier in the the year in nineteen ninety two. So um yeah it, it it it's got it's got retro vibes to it, and it and it's linked to the the shirt that won the won the second division. So hopefully it's one that can ultimately win a promotion um, mm. for 30 years later. Yeah. No shoelaces um, though. They are, It's not the shoelace shirt. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not sure they could do that now if they wanted to health and safety. Someone gets their fingers stuck in there, snaps it off. Or someone Terrible. just comes up to you and just pulls them. And exactly. Just like, <laughs> on, like, in a little melee on the pitch. Just like, right, I'm having this. It's like, uh, yeah. Pop- just pops your head off, yeah. Um, what else should we talk about with the home shirt before we move on to the away shirt? There's, there's a couple of themes I guess we could talk about with both. Is that the um, the movement of the stars to the back of the shirt, which again, um, in terms of a story, I thought was nice. Um, they, they wanted to have a, a kind of fresh front of shirt, um, but they moved the stars to the back because they still want to keep that that element of history. Obviously, great achievements, and also I like the way that Paul said that. So when players walk into a dressing room and they see Burns underneath those three stars, they're aware of what 
can and has been achieved at the football club. So, again, it's a strong narrative. And mm. things are so much about narrative, aren't they? Especially at town. At yeah. Point. Yeah. Um, I, I like the stars and I think that's the best place for them. Um, mm. Hopefully, hopefully they're not going to be around for too much longer because if Ipswich reach the Premier League, they're not allowed to have them on the kit. That's that. Those, Is that right? Uh, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. Well, because if um, if Manchester United had all their stars for all their trophies on the pitch, it would start it, on the pitch, <laughs> it, would, start, it would start looking ridiculous. So I think just like winning the FA Cup, it's just not in the kit laws yeah. that in, in that division. So, uh, um, yeah. So that, that that that's something that won't. I don't think that would be available to them. Hopefully, in two years' time, when Ipswich are in the Premier League, um, I like it. So it needs to be start being phased out, and it's it's fresh, isn't it? It's a move, yeah. Something a bit different. It keep keeps it on there, but also um, just freshens things up. Things up. I think when they went on the kits originally, they were on sleeves. I think, and I think, um, I think I'm right in saying they were only on like a limited number of the shirt. So like, if it, the first I don't know, five hundred people to order this shirt. Okay. would get ones with the stars on so it, it yeah. started off as kind of like a little kind of secret society nod to to it and then it's obviously remained on there for quite some time but um yeah i like it i like it on the badge because on the back because they're not they're not part of the badge they're not part of ipswich town's mm. badge so they can go wherever they want you can you know, they can be they can be moved around i like it uh, and then obviously the other thing that, that runs across both shirts is the running towards adversity which is um emblazoned inside the, the collar of the shirt um obviously that's the thing that mark ashton i think specifically wanted you, you've heard what ashton had to say about it earlier on the podcast um <clears throat> and again and it's part of this kind of strong narrative and messaging around the club what, what, what do you make of that because i've got to say again i'm a fan of it yeah I, it's, it's identity isn't it it's an yeah. identity thing um and it's very personal to it so it's, yes it's it's based on it's based on on sort of things happening thousands of miles away in in Arizona but that is a Phoenix and Arizona has become a massive part of Ipswich Town Football Club over the course mm. of the last year and it's it's very important you've just you just heard Mark there talking about how there you find in a, in in football and in sport there's a lot of kind of motivational big bombastic phrases from people like Michael Jordan Vince Lombardi and and, and people like that banded around that are can be incredibly motivational. Ipswich have had them all over the home dressing room at times and have taken mm. them down. There's, they're up at the training ground as well. Um, I don't know if they've been taken down up there, but 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 Mark says that that, and I agree with him here that they they can just become words. Whereas this no, is can. this is, yeah. Whereas this is 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 real and yeah and personal. Um, it's something that all all the players last summer and all the players coming in this summer have been spoken to about and they're fully aware about how the club is is funded. Um, you can't compare, I don't think you can compare Ipswich Town going out to play Fleetwood or on the pitch at Portman Road and the things that the emergency services in, in Arizona and all over the world do on a daily basis in terms of adversity and mm. um, putting yourself at risk. But what that can do is remind you of of why of why and kind of how you're doing it, and I, I think I, I think it, I just to have something so personal on there is just is just really important. I think it's this is an Ipswich Town kit, and that, it mm. means it means quite a lot. I think. Mm. Right. Any other notes on the on the home kit, Andy? Before we move on to the 
away shirt. You were particularly keen on the on the collars, I remember, on on both. But um, the home the home kit, especially, you were you were pointing out. Um, and any other notes? Um, just that I really like them. Um, <laughs> I, I, I'm looking forward to seeing people wearing them, and what I'm really looking forward to <clears throat> is seeing them being worn by players on the pitch um, because they look that little bit different when you get out on the when you get out on the pitch. But overall, home shirt, I like it. Um, it's got a great looking sponsor logo on it, which which makes designing these kits so much easier. Imagine if Magical Vegas was still around, and oh. you. Were, I, I feel really sorry for for the people at the club who were involved in designing those kits because I don't think there's a kit in the world that could kind of sensitively <clears throat> kind of use that logo with any kind of class. But the Ed Sheeran one is. Um, is very different. That that looks great, and again, is unique. Nobody else is ever going to have that logo on their football kit. And uh, mm. yeah, overall, looks great. Love the home shirt. Right then, away shirt. Because although we both like the home shirt, I think we're both in agreement that the the away shirt is the favourite. This for me is an absolute beauty, Hutchie. Again, it's got that nod to history with the pinstripes and the, and and what I particularly like is the 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 the, um, the two styles of pinstripe that are in the shirt. Um, so you've got the wider pinstripes and then behind the badge, it goes into the thinner pinstripes. It's got lovely black shoulders. The cuffs are red and black lines. Um, it is take away the fact it's a it's a football shirt. It's just a, a really good looking shirt, isn't it? Yeah. I, you know what? I, I, I think, again, the the pictures of it that people will have seen so far won't. I don't think it will do the, the colour mm. justice because that red is really really nice it, yeah it was really beautiful and su- sunny day when we were at portman <clears> road <throat> looking at these and it the light just glistened off it really nicely so mm. the colors are great um red and black is always a winner in my book uh, red without black on football kits just doesn't work um for me but but yeah I, i'm a big big fan of big fan of this one actually it's one of my favorite away kits in a in a long time not pink, so obviously I'm not 100% satisfied. But um, for 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 an away kit, I think it's an absolute banger. I've got to say, um, and it will obviously be incredibly um, popular. I'd imagine with fans. You've got the AC Milan kind of little link there as well, which I know uh, Wolfie mentioned when when you spoke to him. Um, overall, Andy, as a set of kit, because I it was it was one of those things, wasn't it? We were at Portman Road. We were in a, we were in a privileged position to be able to see these kits a month ahead of time, um, and yet I was still kind of quite nervous about being a little bit underwhelmed by them and quite quite open to saying that I was underwhelmed by them you know last year for example I wasn't impressed with the away shirt at all I thought it was dull but opening these seeing these in the flesh and I I think there's a key point because seeing them in the flesh is totally different to seeing the pictures so if you're kind of on the fence wait till you see them in the flesh because trust me they're beautiful um but where do they where do they sit for you within the pantheon of, of of town kits recently i mean i know it's hard to say because they've not actually been more on the pitch yet you don't know what town are going to do if they win promotion obviously that that elevates them naturally anyway but how would you score them they're in the yeah they're up there i think the home the home i liked all of the adidas home shirts with, with the exception of one or two but but they were kind of variations of a theme weren't they hmm. and this this one is not it's it, it's different it's got its own feeling and vibe about it um, so it's right. It'll be right up there in recent years in terms of home shirts for me. Um, the away shirt, 
is right up there like seriously up there um <laughs> like i really i really do like i really do like this this shirt yeah. um i'm not going to say they're my favorites just yet but they're in the mix they're certainly in the mix particularly the away one i do really really like it and on, i know we've said it already but they re- seeing them in real life really do- it really is mm. different um yeah. that white that white shirt that you were just talking about there the away one i felt the same at the time of mm. the at the time of it being released um and i still feel so i, I still feel there were some, some things lacking from it but when i started seeing it in the flesh i remember walking past the club shop on the way to one of the pre-season friendlies and seeing it there on one of the mannequins and with like the name and numbers printed on the back and stuff it, it just took it it was like next level um mm. so yeah i've kind of kind of learned that if you see these in the flesh you'll feel quite different about them and i'm i'm sure both of these kits are going to sell incredibly well for ipswich yeah they just going on kit strength alone hutchy they deserve to be promotion winning kits don't they the sort oh, of kits you know. you, You'd yeah. like to see it ten years down the line. You're like, oh, that beautiful away kit. Do you remember that? Yeah, uh, yeah. Town, you get... town won at, at Derby and, and went up. You know that kind of thing. Yeah, that that's that's what's going to make these kits truly iconic one day. Yeah. Is, uh someone holding a trophy wearing one of them because it's been so long since since they've had some really nice in the last kind of 20 odd years they've had some they've had some really nice kits along the way but none of them have achieved anything hmm. um that's all that's missing is some iconic pictures of people holding trophies wearing some of them hmm. i should also mention i think on just on dotting the i's and crossing the t's and stuff on the on the kit front umbro as i understand um they can now have ladies um fit kits so we saw the uh the female players um blue wilson and a couple of the others that were there wearing the, the specially cut kits for uh for, for for ladies to wear which is a which is a thing um uh, paul macro said they can have um babies kits again now which apparently you couldn't do with adidas so again if you've got a, a a newborn you can get you can get the town kit um which you couldn't do before which again is a, is a nice little touch um any other final thoughts actually we said we'd do 10 minutes we've done 20 because we're so excited about <laughs> um any other thoughts on the kit before we uh we take our leave um no no i've got no more thoughts other than uh <laughs> i think yeah it was we were never going to stick to 10 minutes there's too much no. to talk there's too much to talk about with kids i think um i don't know when this is going to happen but i think I, i'm looking forward to seeing what what kind of umbro can do with with training kits and things like that mm. because they had some brilliant training kits sort of in the 90s i, I don't know if they'll go down that kind of retro route this doesn't float my boat quite in the same way as as actual football kits do but um if they go full retro kind of in the in the training wear i think you can get some great photos there too but yeah everything's going to change with ipswich adidas is out umbro is in so there's going to be lots of new lots of new stuff yeah, let us know what you think about the kits. Obviously, we're, we're waxing lyrical. Um, we value your opinions as well. So do let us know. Tag us in various uh, things. I should also, it would be remiss of me, actually, not to mention Fabio Wardley's involvement in the Umbro um, release video, which I thought was a really nice touch from the club to have a an elite athlete from the town um, involved. Obviously, Fabio's spoken openly about wanting to fight at Portman Road one day, um, a member of the, the, the club's academy back in his youth. Um, I thought that was really nice. It was really well done. Excellent video. Um, so yeah, that's that is your podcast for this week, friends. Um, 
I hope you're happy with it. A lot, a lot of good insight. Hopefully, they you'll agree. Um, I don't think we'll be back this week unless, hey, unless town, town make a signing on Friday, then we might be back. Um, Hutchie and I are both off next week, so we'll leave you in the capable hands of the big porker, Roscoe Halls, and the Dr. Stuart Watson. Um, and we'll speak to you next time. to football, Brexit to football. For more great podcasts from Archon, head to audioboom.com slash channel slash Archon. Archon, head to audioboom.com slash channel slash Archon.